British politics is usually pretty safe. Um, now, Liz Truss has been Prime Minister of the UK for, well, not even a full month yet. Uh, and already she's had a heck of a ride. Here's a recent headline from the New York Times. How Liz Truss did so much damage in so few days. Uh, she decided on a massive tax cut in her first days, and that proved disastrous. The pound tanked to its lowest levels ever. Bank of England had to step in to prop up the economy. She's had to reverse course. Her party's fallen way behind in the polls. And she still might lose her jobs. It's uh, it's a mess. Okay, let's find out exactly how bad it is and if it can be saved. We're going to chat with Anthony Carey now, a former British commissioner to Canada and a fellow of the Canadian Global Affairs Institute. Anthony, thank you for joining us. I appreciate your time. It's very nice to be on your show, Shane. So, a tax cut. That that was the plan that Trust brought forward that went so wrong, right? It was basically a well, sweeping tax cut. I think I'd, I'd rather talk about stale food there. But, <laughs> uh, no, she, she did indeed. She, she, she brought forward a huge uh, tax cut. But the problem with it was with it was it was entirely unfunded. So, she talked about how she was going to cut taxes. She was going to get rid of the, the high, high 45% rate of tax on, on income tax. She was going to get rid of all sorts of other taxes. She was going to not go ahead with the increase in national insurance and so on. But she said nothing about how she intended to fund all this. And as a result, the markets got very spooked about it because uh, they, they, we, were, we were already heavily indebted and this was going to indebt us a good deal more. And as a result, there was a there was a run on the pound. The, the interest rate began to the the, the exchange rate began to collapse, uh, and in the end, the the interest the the markets began to dem- demand much higher interest for government gilt. And as you said, the government the Bank of England had to step in. Uh, so it's been a hugely expensive and difficult thing. But the, the underlying problem for Liz Truss is that is that she's not politically stable because she was she was elected by 81,000 conservatives, I mean, by a tiny, tiny internal process within the Conservative Party. And she doesn't have a majority support of her MPs, and she doesn't have any evidence of majority support in the country because there's been no election. Yeah, and I think, you know, that was pretty telling in her comments following this disastrous plan and the way, you know, the bank had to step in and everything. She's she's now billing herself and her government as um, a learning government that listens and learns from their mistakes. That's not a good look for any leader, especially after only a month in power to say we're learning from our mistakes and listening to the populace. So you don't want to be in that position. No, no. I mean, certainly she's in a very unenviable position and, and a very, very difficult one. Uh, and I think she still has to face really the House of Commons because she had the, the the death of Her Majesty the Queen, so there was a long pause, and then we went into the party conference season, so the Parliament has been in recess. But now they'll be coming back with the end of the Conservative Party conference. I have to say that today she's had a reasonably good day. I mean, after after. <laughs> weeks of, of disasters. She, she she had her speech at the Conservative Party yeah. conference, and she gave a fairly confident speech. She, she, there were no pratfalls. She, she, it was, she kept it reasonably short. She handled hecklers well. So I think she's helped to settle nerves a little bit. But I think people left the party conference a little bit reassured after, after what looked as if it was total meltdown um, a couple of days ago, and people said, you know, she might have yeah. to resign immediately. I, I, I think she's at least um, is going to be able to survive enough to see if she can get uh, her, her, her act together in, in, in the House of Commons. Okay, so she's bought herself some time. Where is her biggest threat? Is it internal? As you said, a lot of her, the MPs within the bar, she doesn't have unity there. Um, that's, of course, what happened to Boris Johnson. Is that where the biggest threat lies for Liz Truss, too? 
I think she has a, 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 a combined threat. One is internally, can she, can she carry her MPs with her? And secondly, can she convince the markets that, 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 her, her, that her plans make sense and add up? Because her big thing is growth, growth, growth. Mm-hmm. But the plan that she came out with, people, uh, the, the markets did not believe was going to generate that growth. And so she said, look, I can fund all these plans because we're going to grow so fast. But the market said, well, we're yet to be convinced that that is what would be the effect of these cuts. And, and so she has a double problem. She's got to persuade her MPs and she's got to persuade the markets. And, and her MPs uh, are going to be quite hard to persuade because in order to fund these tax cuts, uh, she's got to either cut welfare, and she has, I think, a majority of her MPs who, who think that their constituents wouldn't stand for that and, and, and uh, are going to oppose her on that. Uh, or she's got to reinstate some of the earlier Tory intentions to raise, for example, corporation tax or to reintroduce the, the, the national insurance uh, uh, and so on. But she's made a big thing in her speech about how they're a low-tax party and she doesn't believe you know, she, she wants to give people the, 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 their own money to decide how to spend it. She, she wants to reduce taxes. So right. it, that would be very difficult for her. Or she's going to have to fiddle the fiscal rules and, and say, for example, that when the uh, Organization for Budget Responsibility come out with their independent analysis, they've got to do it on the basis of five years rather than three inch, and, and a lot of the... Uh, promises to raise revenues will be at the end of that period and so on so she'll but, but that would i think the markets might then not be convinced because if she does it as a as a sort of fiddling of the rules then the, then the markets will will suck their teeth um and of course opposition mps uh, and and you know some analysts calling for her to call call an election and, and get it over with is there any chance that she would do that she doesn't have a chance of winning that well that's the trouble i think i mean she she'll be not keen to call an election because she's in an extremely weak position yeah. so i think she would much rather see if she can ride out the storm and and have the election in in two years time which is when it has to be and the labor party have just emerged from a very good conference i mean having had a, a series of, of, of very difficult conferences because they had a lot of internal dis- uh, uh, disputes themselves and, and fights between the sort of corbynites and the, and the starmerites and so on this time they had a very successful conference and and Starmer is now feeling much more confident about his position and his ability to 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 manage his party so i think that's another reason why the conservatives wouldn't want to have wouldn't want to do it yeah uh mr Kerry, thank you so much for your time we really appreciate it always an interesting conversation about british politics that's for sure Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.